It's your girl, Marsha B, and we are back with another episode of the Introvert in the City podcast. We have a new moon in Aries. And so, of course, we're going to do all new moon shit. And I'm here with my homie, Janine, Reiki practitioner, energy healer, and all around dope ass human being. Janine, how you doing? I am great. I am great. And it's always happy to be here with you on these new moons, okay? Because this energy is ramping up. It's a new year, uh, you know, in regards to just, we're going to start seeing things blooming now. We're going to have more sunshine. Uh, So I am looking forward to that. Yes, to the more sunshine, even though we are in spring, it is cold as fuck outside of New York City. It's like, Man, what, 30 something degrees? I I don't know what's going on. Um, but we did just celebrate uh, a new astrological u- new year starting uh, March 20th when we kicked off Aries season. Aries begins the uh, new year. And I know I spent that time cleaning and just purging and getting rid of old beliefs that don't serve me and that was the perfect time to do that because it coincided with the full moon mm-hmm. and what did you do for the full moon oh yes so for the full moon i definitely partaked in a lovely reiki session with some beautiful friends oh yes we did yes yeah we did. yeah shout so out to yeah it was really really good shout out to uh essence and nika and ro um, you know, it was uh, really, really nice to uh, have community with y'all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I did. I released a lot of things and came into awareness of things about myself that I'm just now, you know, working on, working on like some, so, you know how like when you're healing, the journey never stops. It never, ever stops. You think it does. You think you, you think you can heal some shit. You good. No. Nope. Then another life experience comes and, you know, makes you open a door that you didn't even realize was there. So, so, uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of that lately and enjoying the process and the unfolding of the process because it is a process, honey. Girl, I think that Reiki session really uh, helped me out. It helped me to realize that we were all uh, going through similar things. And so mm-hmm. um, we were all releasing similar things. And I can honestly say that since that session, I feel so much lighter. Um, mm. I was working on releasing like just irrational fears. Mm. Uh, and I can tell you that being in the moment more and just living for this day right now instead of thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or next month or next year Mm -hmm. um has really helped 
it's really helped me because I realized I was robbing myself of the present by living in the future. Um, mm. So thank y'all for right? <laughs> energy that day. It, it was felt and it was uh, very helpful. Yeah, no, same, same. Uh, my energy's been feeling more chaotic, just like a lot, a lot going on up in my, you know, all up in here, crown chakra, third, all of that, you know, just, uh, yeah, but I feel like it's, how, how can I say, you know how, how things are um, coming to the surface, you know, it's like bubbling, it's like a bubbling, you know, and I feel like things are coming to a head and, uh, and I'm just I'm choosing to run towards it. Yeah. Well, I would, I would like to say that that has a lot to do with Aries energy because Aries mm. can be very chaotic and can uh -huh. be very aggressive and can be very <laughs> annoying. <laughs> <laughs> right. Other things. I think Aries have a lot of great qualities. They are the, as you say, the baby of the zodiac sign mm -hmm. in that. Um, they're, they are fearless people. They're, there's nothing they won't try. As a matter of fact, I've, try to tell an Aries that they can't do something. They are going to do it 10 uh -huh. times with their eyes blindfolded and basically <laughs> perfected. Aries are leaders. They are um, very strong-willed um, mm -hmm. and can be very stubborn cutting at the tongue, uh, very bold in how they look. Aries yeah. love to look good. Um, and they represent the first house, which is about the physical appearance. So that makes sense. Um, if you mm -hmm. meet Aries, they are definitely going to be dressed well, impeccable. Um, they love the finer things in life. Um, so yeah, you know, I might go to H&M, but an Aries gonna be like, where's Gucci? You know, okay. they are up on it. Um, and they have, they have very, very, very dominant energy. And that mm -hmm. can be a lot for someone like me who is like, I can be dominant, but I also can chill out. And Aries have no chill. <laughs> they only go. Right. Go all mm -hmm. day, every day. Old <laughs> people. Um, very much a fire sign. Very much yeah. a fire sign living up to their full potential, right? Right, <laughs> right, right. So with this new moon energy, Janine, what do you think we can expect with the energy? Well, you know what? I wanted to uh, touch on this for anybody who is new here and um, and they wonder why, you know, this the podcast is called New Moon Who This and why we work with the moon. Um, and that is because the moon has strong ties with the subconscious mind uh, and our spiritual inner world. You know, that uh, we talk about the subconscious mind a lot here on the podcast because it's such a um, massive part of how you experience reality, you know? Uh, so yeah, the subconscious mind is like, is a source of inspiration and creativity, um, intuition and enlightenment. Uh, and when we access and interact with our uh, subconscious mind, our reality can shift and bend and, and uh, we can kind of, uh, you know, uh, reprogram our experience of this matrix, right? Mm -hmm. so, um, so the subconscious mind also works with symbolism and 
the new moon is symbolic of new beginnings, of new, um, you know, a time to, to in, enjoy new beginnings and plant seeds and, and get your intentions flowing. Um, and, you know, like, okay, but the subconscious mind, it works with different types of, um, so it's, it's more in tune than your logical mind, right? And so when I'm saying like um, symbolism and uh, different, okay, so like think about signs in different languages, right? How you automatically, you can be in a different country, but if you see a picture, mm-hmm. you kind you kind of already know what's implied, right? Yeah. So that's how the subconscious mind works. It's like, you don't know the language of the, the country or wherever you're at, but that image is universal. Yeah. Right. So the imagery is universal. And so that's kind of why we use um, the moon and this this uh, symbolism of the moon uh, and its ties to our emotional body to to manifest and to um, dig deep within self to into our subconscious. So with that being said, like you said, with Aries, um, you know, this is the time where we can really set intentions around breaking um, free from uh, old patterns where you feel like, you know, you aren't courageous. Like if you want to be bold, if you're a quiet person, this would be a good time to say, fuck it and be bold, you know, to really uh, step out there and, and do your, uh, do your thing unapologetically. Um, Yeah. Also, you know what, this new moon is in conjunct with Chiron. So I am still learning in, in regards to astrology, but what I know about Chiron is that it is considered the wounded healer. And it's like, it kind of represents somewhere in your life, you know, when you were, especially in your formative years, your younger years, where, you know, there was a wound, a wound of some kind. And, you know, it, depending on where, where it is in your chart, um, it can, you know, show itself. So like, for example, mine is in, uh, in my second house. So like sometimes uh, there are wounds around security um, and, you know, uh, it makes me think of just, yeah, issues that I may have with security and certain in whatever aspect. Um, so like those are things where I would have to really kind of work on and uh, put, put to the forefront and why not face that head on, you know, with this, um, with this Aries energy. So if you know where your Chiron is, uh, this is where you can kind of look at your deep wounds and see how you want to confront them, see how you want to handle them. Um, Yeah, yeah. So speaking of your Chiron in the second house, it's also, Mm -hmm. um, you know, ruled with money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So any, like, the thing about the houses, right? Each house represents a different uh, body part, represents a different person. It could uh, represent a different aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. So, let me get my little chart here. Yeah. Let's see. For uh, anyone who has a Chiron in the first house, it could be, you know, healing around your values or self worth. Uh, privileges, your cultural background, um, security, 
um, any healing around money, maybe even healing around the way you see yourself since the first house is about right. physical appearance. Uh, yep. Second house could be healing around communication. Um, it could be healing around your surroundings, how you grew up. It could be healing around your childhood because um, <laughs> the second house represents uh, lower education, lower education in the sense of like elementary school, uh, mm -hmm. you know, grade school, things like that. If your Chiron's in the third house, it could represent, uh, was I looking at, oh, actually, my bad. I was looking at the wrong thing. So second house would be uh, social privileges, cultural background, possession, security. So healings around those areas. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. The third house would be your environment. Maybe maybe healing around how you speak to people. You know, mm, that part. Your communication yeah. skills aren't the best. And so mm -hmm. that's something you would want to address. The fourth house would be maybe healing around your mother, any type of mommy issues, um, your home, maybe there's a weird energy that you do not understand that keeps following you in your home space. Why am mm -hmm. I always getting apartments where the water is broken and, and <laughs> right. broken? Uh, the pipes are you broken. Know, your pipes are broken. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, like anything like that, that could be a fourth house thing. Um, it can be, you know, different types of family roots. You know, this could be a lot of healing with your ancestors, um, mm -hmm. your lineage. So these are things that you want to be aware of. If you have your Chiron in the fifth house, this could be healing around loving relationships, how you pick your romantic partners. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe you keep attracting the same type of person. The thing about astrology is that you use it as a guide to help mm -hmm. heal yourself. Be through mm -hmm. it, you can see your strengths and your weaknesses. I think when we think of ourselves, we like to um, romanticize ourselves and think of ourselves as like these perfect beings and not acknowledge the darkness, but the darkness mm -hmm. is still there. And yeah. astrology highlights it, it explains it, and through that, you sort of have a roadmap to figure out what you can do to be less of that uh, uh, darkness, right. if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So as Janine was saying, you want to look up what your Chiron is and see what house it's in, and mm -hmm. it'll give you indication to what you need to heal. I'm ashamed to say I don't know what my Chiron is. <laughs> um, right, right don't judge me but no. i will look it up and i will you know look into that for myself yeah and that definitely um like i said this would be a great time because uh you know once you overcome these wounds it's kind of you, you have the the knowledge and the wisdom to share with others or even if you don't want to share you know or i'm, I'm not feeling like that but like even if you are someone who you know wants to be a teacher to someone you still can offer or be more compassionate because once you you know once you become aware of your own wounds it makes you you know just compassionate to another person who's going through the same thing or you know similar things um yeah what else let's see what else about this new moon um I 
was thinking is, you know, this would be a good time to open some roads, right? So we're talking about um, rituals that could be done. And I think a road opener type of ritual could be beneficial at this time because, you know, we're trying to clear away all that clutter. We're trying to, you know, mm-hmm. pave the way for a new start, a new way of being. And so <clears throat> excuse me, with a road opener, uh, intention setting, I guess you could say, you yeah. could always, um, an orange candle is a great way to, um, a great way to connect with that that courageous energy. Um, red is also very Aries as well. So orange or red could work, you know, and it's just a bold color. It's, it's unapologetic, unapologetic energy. And, um, you know, you can write on your candle. If it's a seven day candle, I like to use the, um, the tall ones in the glass. Mm-hmm. So you can write on it with a Sharpie, whatever you want um, and just, put those type of maybe affirmation type of thoughts or just keywords that you want to put on there to um, so when you light your candle it kind of you have the idea of it permeating those those words the heat from the flame is lighting up the intention yeah and it's allowing the attention to um, just like wi-fi you know what I mean like sending that signal up into the ethers so you can kind of put out there what you want Uh, because it's really really with these rituals is all about getting your mind into the space of manifesting right so it's whatever these physical objects um, can help you envision in your mind because really your mind is the magic these are just objects Mm-hmm. you know so why why we do these rituals is to take your mind to a different place you know to allow your mind to uh, explore its full potential of creativity and um, and you know just uh, imaginative abilities so when you're when you're lighting these candles and you're sending your your intentions out really try to visualize really try to see what it is, what roles you want to be opened, you know, what is it that you want to um, change and see within yourself and see it as that, as it already being done, it already being a reality and live it in the, um, the emotions of it, you know, and this is all done when you're lighting these candles and you're holding, because it's just a physical object that you are using to bring from your, the imaginative realm of your head out into the physical you know so um yeah I was, always oh, oh, go ahead go for it I was gonna say um in association with the colors um and and healing your wound or re- figuring out what the wound is so that you can heal it you want to connect mm-hmm. to your roots chakra which is mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. red um yes so doing uh, doing any type of work that can uh heal your roots Mm-hmm. because the root chakra is the most important chakra that we have without if the root is not aligned the rest of you are not you know the rest of your chakras are not aligned the root is the base the root is your womb the root the root mm-hmm. is um it's it's you know keeps you grounded yeah 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 it keeps mm-hmm. you grounded it, it is in a sense like the beginning and the end 
for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so you want to make sure that that is aligned and definitely lighting a red candle, but also meditating, making sure that you can really ground yourself um, and focus on healing your roots, which Mm -hmm. goes way beyond like any type of it's, it's your sexual energy. It's also your, um, your confidence. It's, it's who you believe you are. It's who you think you are, who you know you are at the core, um, Mm -hmm. which is going to help you in figuring out what your wound needs to heal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's empowering it's like it's really empower empowering to uh to be aware of these things you know because um once you're aware of them you have no choice but to work on them or or just accept them whichever right. one feels right you know but you're gonna have to face it either way so which way you know but i, I do um i am gonna take full advantage of um, trying to try my best to overcome these wounds, um, you know, in this, in this time. Cause I mean, if the energy is there, you might as well, you might as well face it. And I feel like this Aries energy is like, you know, it's pioneering energy. It's like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm breaking out of this thing point blank period. I ain't got time for the bullshit. I'm trying to, I'm trying to evolve, you know? And yeah. I think that's what, all this, everything we're talking about when we, when we do these um, new moon, um, these podcasts, you know, it's more about manifesting within all the things like um, that you need to get. So you can get these material objects, but it's really about evolving the person within, you know, it's really about evolving the soul and uh, you being your best self and uh, everything else will fall into place when, you know, in your world. When you, when you're operating in your purpose and your best and your best best self i yeah. think that i i i personally feel like that's the mission of this podcast it's mm-hmm. it, yeah we talk about what you can manifest but it's also about what you can heal and what you can mm-hmm. do to make yourself better and what you can do to um be the best version of yourself um this past mm-hmm. weekend i was talking to someone and we were talking about social media and like how certain influencers have like a wealth of information and knowledge and they hold on to it because they they don't want to share the information and I I was saying to to the young lady I was talking to that my um competition my only competition is myself it's me I don't I don't understand what anybody else is doing there is so much room on this planet for all of us to win. Um, And so for me to operate in a way that is selfish and to hoard information, that's counterproductive. It only comes back to bite me in the ass. Um, And the reason why I have been so successful um, in life is because I don't hoard that information. When people come to me and they're like, Marsha, I see you made affirmation decks. What's the website that you use? I give mm-hmm. it to them. I'm yeah. the first person on earth who done a, a, an affirmation deck and I won't be the last. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to stop anyone else's bag um, because I don't want them to make affirmation. Like that's insane to me. Um, but right. we really operate that way. I was, I was on Twitter and I saw this girl say something like, 
she's dating someone and she has a podcast and all of a sudden her girl wants a podcast and, and she was like upset about it and I was like so two of y'all can't have a podcast have a podcast right like instead, and y'all can do some cute stuff together right instead of, instead of lifting her up and being like okay boo so this is what I use and listen to my girl's podcast you're like hating on the fact that you inspired her or that mm. she possibly found her call and that's what this world is about it's not about just me it's about how we can help each other pretty much pretty much because if you win it i'm winning right we win it together okay we went in together so yeah, no i think that is a really big mission with these podcasts um and that's why it's been the most consistent part of what I do. I stopped doing the interviews with like other people because I want to focus on like, how can we build each other up and make each other feel better about ourselves and empower each other to become our best selves? And how can we mm. use the moon and the energy of the universe and astrology and tarot and, and manifestations and affirmations to do that? Because that's right. What that's that's the tools that were left on this earth for us to use to utilize. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm with it. I'm with it all the way. Uh, uh, I feel like, you know, I've seen evolution already in, you know, in the short amount of time that we've been doing this, you know, and to hear some of the feedback that people give us is really um, inspiring and makes you want to just keep going, you know. So look like we're headed in the right direction. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. like anybody listening that wants to put us on to like a bigger podcasting platform, you want to pay us, we are open to yeah. it. Yes. Yes. I like coins, coins like me. And <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I would love that. I would love that opportunity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is how you do mm. it. And why not put it out there on the Aries New Moon? Okay, get that momentum flowing. You see how that momentum? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Can I tell y'all something? <laughs> Janine and I are two fools, okay, when we get together. <laughs> and I'm so <laughs> glad that y'all can't see us. I'm so glad y'all can't see us. Oh, good. <laughs> I personally believe we need our own show, but that's yeah. another day. I think people would really enjoy our energy. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, friend, I'm hungry. I can't even front. I'm hungry right now. Y'all got the munchies. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got for y'all. That's it for real. You got some more? I would like you to do one thing before, okay, we, yes. before we head out. Before okay, we head yes. out. Can yes, ma'am. Can you pull some cords? Oh, you know what? I'm glad you said that because I really have some right here. But I'm going to, I'll pull some other ones. But I think it's, um, I kind of forgot. Okay, so, you okay? Yo, these these people on top of me are like wrestling. <laughs> They're like wrestling and like, I'm surprised oh, you can hear it. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I'm sorry, go on. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm about to go. Hey, up like, knock, knock. Y'all need to chill. Mm. 
Okay, so I pulled some cards. I have two. I can pull more. Um, so I got, I asked for messages mm -hmm. for this Aries new moon. And the first card I got was soul power. And it says, always remember, you're a soul that comes with a body and not a body that comes with a soul. Your soul is your true essence and you have an unlimited supply of soul power at your command when you need it. That made me think of Aries energy, you know, because they are um, so forceful and assertive and uh, I feel like power, you know, that power that, um, I don't know, just kind of like impactful. It makes me think of impactful. Anyway, uh, then I also got inspire passion. Life devoid of passion can be a boring, uninspired blank canvas that slowly drains the soul. Um, now is the time to reignite your passions and rejoin life. This is an opportunity to set new goals, which will in turn reconnect you with all that is sacred. Mm. Mm, say it. Uh, I'm gonna do one more. Both of these are two, and I think the colors, they're both red, which I found interesting. Very Aries, fiery. Yeah, it's energy. a fire. Mm -hmm, right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let us know if that resonates for anybody. Hit us up on, uh, I don't know, in the comments. In the comments. Uh, we got to find a way to make this interactive too. You know, I was thinking about that. Hold on, let me finish. Let me uh, pull the card. So, okay. A father's love. A father's love for his son or daughter never dies. The strength gained from such love is often, um, un, I don't know the word, <laughs> is, okay, in that, in that it can be tapped into and into at any time for whatever reason, whether your father is still here or past. A father's love is one of the strongest bonds any of us will ever experience. That makes me think of masculine energy for sure. Um, and I feel like Aries is a ma is masculine. I'm is uh, I'm double checking to see which house is responsible for the father. That's the ninth house. Okay, so uh, I was gonna say if it's the first house, then we write on the money. Ah, uh, okay. But I wonder what what sign are are any fire signs associated with the ninth house? Ninth house is. Sagittarius, because eighth house is Scorpio, so ninth house. It is. Don't oh, give me the line. See, I'm I'm not super versed in astrology. I'm I'm learning from you, friend. Yeah, no, a ninth house is Sagittarius, which is a fire mm -hmm. sign. Fire sign, yes. Um, so yeah, let us know if that resonates, because it's also looking very fiery too. This is interesting. Yeah. And all um. Yeah, it all it all probably resonates with someone. Hopefully, yes, yes, yes. And so the next new moon we have coming up is Taurus, right? Yes. Yeah. So next yes. moon coming um the Taurus, mm -hmm. and so we will be back with another episode. By then, it should be warm outside. We should have some some leaves on the trees yes so we're ushering we are like 
spring equinox is here and we're just waiting for, you know, the weather to, to mm -hmm. follow. And so we will be back in a couple of weeks to let you know what you can manifest with the Taurus energy. I know you can manifest some great meals because Taurus is all about <laughs> They have some foodies for sure. <laughs> you know, so My you baby has a Taurus moon. Yeah. And she is a foodie, honey. She loves a good snack. Her middle name should be Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah, so we're going to talk more about that. But until next time, thanks for rocking with us. And we'll catch you on the flip side. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace out.